If only we could turn back the clock and give ourselves a little heads up. We can't. (laughs) Our ships have sailed. (laughs) But we can dish on the dirt on what we wish we knew before motherhood. Go ahead, shake that jar of sprinkles and celebrate your role as a mom. I'm Stephanie Fleece. And I'm Michelle Fortin with City Mom Collective. And our hope is that this podcast brings a smile to your face, a skip to your step, and a sprinkle or two to your mundane. This is Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood, a podcast by City Mom Collective. Welcome back to Just Add Sprinkles, Celebrating Motherhood. Well, welcome back to you, Steph. Yay! Yay, we missed you. Last episode, you're back. How was your romantic getaway? Oh my goodness, it was lovely. Yeah. As our getaways without the children. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) we talk a lot about motherhood, mostly about motherhood in this podcast, but you know what? Leaving those little people that make us moms make us better moms. (laughs) It does. You know, absence makes the heart grow fonder and all that is not a lie. It's true. Oh, for sure. No, it was lovely. Thanks for asking. And uh, I'm so glad that Nicole was able to join you for the last episode because it was so good. I loved listening. Oh, good. Yeah, it was really eye-opening for me. And it's been interesting to kind of work in some of that dialogue in with my kids. Not And not just during Black History Month, obviously, but we can talk about that anytime. So awesome. Well, we're glad to have you back. We missed you. Um, And, you know, this episode stuff is been kind of fun to pull it together because there's some poignant moments but some funny moments we're going to talk about today too for sure <laughs> and I keep thinking I was at a baby shower I hadn't been to a baby shower in a minute I was at a baby shower this past weekend I just keep thinking I should probably forward this because it's her first baby because mm. <laughs> there's there's some info in here that's going to be great for people who have not been moms yet yes yes Okay. Uh, we've got a number of sound bites. We have some people that have submitted things through social media, and we are just talking all things. Yep. What we wish we would have known <laughs> before becoming a mom. Okay, so this is episode ninety six, and we are talking about what we wish we knew before motherhood. So we're gonna talk about our thoughts, of course, Steph. We have some thoughts on this, um, but we did ask some mom friends, like Steph mentioned, to tell us what they wish they knew before coming becoming moms. And there are two things, Steph, we need to address right off the bat. Okay, we're starting with Savannah from Charlotte. I wish someone had told me about all the laundry before I became a mom. I feel like I started it the day my son was born and have done it every single day since with no end in sight. This is Stephanie from Lubbock, Texas, and I wish that someone had told me about hemorrhoids before I became a mom. Laundry and hemorrhoids, Steph. We need, that's what they want to talk about right off the bat. I mean, those are like the two most polar opposite things that you could be talking about. <laughs> But I feel like both are things that new moms need to know. They do. About. You do. Yeah. I mean, hemorrhoids are real. Uh, and I would I don't know the percentage. I didn't look it up. But I would say more than half of moms experience those, you know, around the time of birth. And uh, you can talk about them. You know, they're normal. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I talk a lot about how... And actually, a business coach took me through this. Not, he didn't <laughs> I'm very talk curious me through to hear hemorrhoids. the transition... From hemorrhoids to business coach. Carry on. Yes. But he had just said that anytime you find yourself 
frustrated in life, it is because your reality does not meet your expectations. Ah, And so you can either change your expectations or change your reality. Well, here's the deal. When it comes to hemorrhoids (laughs) and laundry, (laughs) the reality is you may have both of those and there's not much you can change about it. But if you change your expectations, hey, you're going to be doing laundry forever. And those hemorrhoids kind of stink. Yeah, they do. But, you know, you know, and here's the deal. You expect to have hemorrhoids and then you don't. Oh, how happy you will be. Whoa. I mean, you're not going to be frustrated at all. Now, if you expect to have laundry and you don't, that's not going to happen. You're just going to have laundry. Yes. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, Savannah and Stephanie, thank you for submitting that. Uh, We also got some great messages on social media. I like this one from Ashley. She says that insomnia would be a frequent visitor after becoming a mom. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, it, it is not one of the most lovely parts about being a mom, I will say, especially because I absolutely love to sleep a lot. Sleep is the it, best. Oh, those newborn years, I mean, those those are tricky. Those are real tricky. And then unfortunately, you will well, fortunately, you will start sleeping through the night. Don't worry. Yes. It does it does happen, mm-hmm. but it's not forever. Like you will have sick kids and you also will be waking up frantic about, you know, the random things that you've forgotten in the middle of the night. I mean, insomnia definitely is going to be a frequent visitor. And they say that the mother load, the brain, you know, what do they call it, Steph? The um, capacity, your mental capacity when you're a mom, like you have you have the mental load. That's what it is. The the mental load that you carry as a mom. That's 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 plaguing me right now. My kids are 10 and 11. They have been sleeping through the night for a long time. But we're getting ready to go on spring break, and I keep waking up thinking of all the things I need to do before we go. Yeah. <laughs> and the teenage years, from what I hear, they like to stay out past mom's bedtime. So that's a whole thing. But just understanding that sleep is not something you're going to enjoy the way you've enjoyed it before motherhood. And that's just part of reality. That's the reality that you can't change. Right? Laundry so change your sleep. expectations. Mm, yeah. Laundry and roads and sleep. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Oh, man. Okay, well, another message we got via Instagram from Jody. She said, breastfeeding is not a breeze and natural for everyone. And it's okay if it doesn't work out. You are not alone and not a failure if you bottle feed your baby. Preach. Preach, Preach, Jody. Breastfeeding was not easy for me at all. Wasn't easy for me either. No, it it was painful, literally and figuratively. I had toe curling pain for the first six oh. weeks trying to feed my son. But yeah. the second one was easier. But the first one was, oh, it's hard. Yes, it is hard. And it's, I dare I say, harder for some people than others. Yeah. And yeah. so I think going into being a new mom and knowing that it's okay. Like, if it doesn't work for you, it's right. okay. It is okay. And I think that's, that's the other thing about this baby shower that I was at. I was noticing that she was getting a lot of breastfeeding things like the milk bags and, you know, pump and all this stuff. And I'm thinking, you know, it might not work. And, and that's such a, I think a thing, a lot of moms just assume they, they're going to do, they're going to have their baby and they're going to breastfeed. And and it, it it can be so hard when that doesn't work out. Cause that's such a, an expectation that we put mm-hmm. on ourselves or something we look forward to. So it is okay if, if it doesn't work out. And this stuff reminds me of a meme I saw this week. Mm-hmm. Um, it said, uh, my son just got a face tattoo. Bottle feed your babies. It doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I 
A fed baby is the best. It doesn't matter yeah. if it's breast or bottle, friends. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, Michelle, switching gears a little bit. Uh, we heard this sentiment actually a lot. But uh, here's what Cassie had to say. I'm Cassandra from South Central PA Mom. And I wish someone had told me how lonely being a mom was going to be because all day, every day, you're surrounded by people, but they're tiny people. And it's so hard to have the time and space and energy to get out there and make friends. And so even though you're never really alone, you feel alone all the time. Oh, isn't that true? Motherhood is definitely lonely. You think you're getting a little built-in best friend for life. No, it's I motherhood has caused some of the most loneliest moments of my life. Yeah. Yeah. And interestingly enough, that's, you know, really when I became a first time mom was when I started City Mom Collective because I knew moms collectively are feeling alone and they are desperate for connection with one another. And so I just feel like, yay, but not yay. Right. No, it's but unfortunate this, it, it is that you feel lonely. But it is unfortunate. Can, yeah. It's something that we need to recognize. This is a sentiment we hear all the time. Mm-hmm. If you're a mom, you've heard this, you've felt it. Yeah. Um, but it is a reason to celebrate too, because it is <laughs> the impetus for this whole network of city moms and how it is cool to look across the country and see how this network has been able to connect moms online and in person for events. But you know, stuff you and I met at a mom's um mops group and yeah. you know, and how yeah just having that face connection with other moms who are in the same life stage with have to have littles is vital and really life giving. So, you know, if you don't have, hopefully you have a city mom collective site in your area where you're listening to us. If you don't look up a mops group or start a site, (laughs) anything to get moms connected because it's so good to know you're not alone. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. And and one thing for me in particular, and I've I've been really open about this in the podcast before, is my battle with postpartum depression. Mm. And I don't think that that journey was not easy, of course, but it would have been so much harder to not have mom friends. Yeah. And then having been through that myself, helping other moms identify mm. that might be what you're dealing with. Go talk to your doctor. Yeah. Yeah. And just so, have, having that 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 touch point too has was helpful for not just me, but for other moms as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's the interesting thing about loneliness in motherhood is that, uh, you know, oftentimes we hide the things that we're struggling with and that only makes us more alone. But the minute that you bring it to light and you share it with someone, the amount of people that can relate to that uh, is high. Yeah. Uh, and so and I know that that was certainly the case uh, for you, as it is with so many other moms. But, uh, you know, Michelle, I actually had our Fargo site owner, uh, Kathy, weighed in on a, the similar topic um, on Facebook. And she said that she wishes that she knew about postpartum anxiety mm-hmm. and that it presents differently than depression. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kathy's actually I only know two people uh, that at least have told me that they had postpartum anxiety. And I know, according to their, you know, what they've shared with me, it is incredibly debilitating. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I'm, you know, I'm glad that in Kathy's case that she's willing to say like, hey, this is what it is. And this is what it could look like for you if you're experiencing some of those symptoms. Yeah. And and just so, you know, we're not experts. Steph and I aren't aren't experts in this, but you know, baby blues are normal. It's normal to have a hormone um, 
you're coming down off your hormones, your hormones are leaving your body after your baby's born and kind of baby blues are normal. Um, But it can get in a depressive state. So if you're thinking you're not a good mom, you don't deserve this baby, this baby doesn't deserve you, all those thoughts, that might be postpartum depression and you want to talk to your doctor. There is a, a lot of help that you can get in medication that's safe during breastfeeding. So don't be afraid to reach out. And if you're having thoughts like, like bad things happening to your baby and you can't stop it, you can't control it. Remember, uh, and that that might be postpartum anxiety. I, rem- I remember that wasn't something I, I was able to get control of that. I didn't need to seek help for it. But things I would imagine getting in a car accident and in the, the car seat rolling out of the car and I wouldn't be able to stop kind of the thought process of something happening to my baby. Yeah. Um, and, and that those kind of thoughts are not normal. And you you do want to seek help for those as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, speaking of newborn and little stage, uh, being around such needy little people all day with They're the nursing so and the touching and the crying and blippy. So much. Oh my God. Ah, it can be hard. And that's the sentiment from our next mom. I'm Ashley from just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. And I really wish someone would have told me about sensory overload when becoming a mom. Because some days I am touched out. I don't want to hear anything. I don't want to see anything. And sitting in a dark room just sounds really good. Okay, the amount of times I need to sit and stare at the wall. Yeah, that that surprised me. (laughs) Seriously. I mean, it is like definitely sensory overload when you become a mom. Um, Of note as well, Michelle, have you ever found this to be the case? I feel like there are so many moms, possibly myself included, that before being a mom would have said that they were extroverts. And now they're like, I'm definitely an introvert. (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah. And just because it's, I mean, you just change and these, you know, the little years are the hardest, I think too, but yeah, there's so, there's so much interaction that you need. Yeah. You need a break. You need to not be touched. You need a break from all humanity. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. They, they definitely are energy sucking years, but they're also so fulfilling in so many lovely ways. They are. Um, And, and, you know, also just a, another, you know, we're talking about how, you know, it can be obviously little little people are demanding and um, needy and, and you know, want to be touching you all the time. Um, and also, you know, this whole phase of, of after the baby's being born and, and feeling bottom, we were just talking about that. Um, so we got a message from on Facebook from Carol, and we want to mention this as well. She says she wished she knew that it can take time to feel a bond to your baby after he or she is born. And it doesn't make you a bad mom. The getting to know you stage is real. So feeling that loss of self and, you know, that you have to now share your body and time with this little human and, and that preventing maybe this, this bonding that you thought you'd have normal. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, motherhood's hard. We all know that. But it is just crazy delightful, too. <laughs> I mean, those little humans sure are special. Hi, my name is Alexia. I'm from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And something I wish I was told before I had my baby is that I'm going to learn and meet a whole new person after I have my baby and that it's not going to be my baby and that it was going to be me, that I will change, that I will bend. I will become a whole new person in ways that I didn't think I could be after becoming a mother not just physically but mentally emotionally all the pieces that my children are actually going to teach me who I truly am 
not just who I'm going to learn in the sense of who they are. And it's hard and amazing and wonderful to be in such a place of growth. Hi, I'm Lauren from Coconut Creek, Florida, and I have two little girls. Sloan is nine and Eliza is five. Before I became a mom, I wish someone would have told me that nothing is permanent. Most everything they're doing, you're going through, it's all a phase with a beginning and an end. Some you will be sad to see go, and others you will escort out with a smile. But just remember, it is all part of your journey, the good and the bad. So I love Facebook memories. Oh, me too. And time hop. Yes. Yes. And this morning I had one pop up when my kids were little and they were singing this song about butts. You know, it was just like this moment that just took me back in time to their little voices and their little, you know, my son has glasses and they were like the first pair of glasses he had on. They were so cute. And, you know, it's just, they are these just little people that are so fun to get to know. Um, And they're just goofy. They really are. Yeah. Oh, well, actually, one of my friends told me just an epiphany that she had. This was a couple of years ago. But for those of you that are a new or expecting mama, here is some advice from a friend. Take video. Like Michelle said, the amount of times that I wish I had those little voices on video more than I have is very, very high. And so I feel like you are never going to regret having more video of your kids during, especially those little years. But yeah. they're talking yeah. so much about like needing a break and you, you always, but the thing is, is like you, they say, you know, all the old ladies say this and it's true. You're going to miss these days yes. <laughs> and they are hard, but there are moments when you look back and you hear those little like voices where they're lisping a little bit. Oh, <laughs> Sounds like so... they're talking through a mouthful of marshmallows. Like their words aren't forming. It's so cute. Oh, I love it. So cute. Well, (laughs) um, before we wrap up this episode about what we wish we knew before being a mom, we have to share this poignant message from a wise mama. Hi, I'm Meg from Columbus, Ohio. And what I wish someone had told me before becoming a mom is that you are the absolute best mom for your child because it's so easy to fall into comparison traps, but you are truly equipped with everything you need to care and tend for your individual child. So um, there's really no way to be a perfect mom, but there are a million ways to be a great mom and just trust yourself. So whether you are really good at throwing the best and brightest Pinterest perfect birthday parties or you just show up at every single baseball game, your child is going to love you for you. So you've got this. And that friends is the perfect sentiment to end our podcast on mamas. You were picked for your littles for a reason and you are perfect for them. They're perfect for you. Even on the tough days, we promise. As Meg said, you've got this. Some days you may curse the piles of laundry and need to stare at the wall. And in the end, no, you are not alone. We stand in solidarity with you on this motherhood journey, and it's okay to grab a pint of ice cream to cope, but don't forget to just add sprinkles. For show notes and more information on this episode of Just Add Sprinkles Celebrating Motherhood, please visit momcollective.com. There you can find more information on our topic, our guest, and our host, Stephanie Fleece.
If you enjoyed this episode, please take a minute to give a review wherever you listen to podcasts so we can keep encouraging moms to celebrate motherhood and just add sprinkles.